Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Don't Muck My Accent, a no-nonsense podcast about what it's like to live overseas, the good, the bad, and the sometimes messy. The good news is that we're back. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Season two. Season two. So we've taken a bit of a break while while we try to sort out our life, basically, and we have been sorting out our life for the last, like, what, two months? It's been a while. I didn't expect it to be like two months that we'd be <laughs> gone for, but we're happy to be back. I think we originally said it was only going to be a month and then yeah. like two months later. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. You, you can rely on us. We, we swear. We swear. But we have been busy. We haven't been doing any nothing. Yeah, well, you know, it's summer now, so obviously we've been like going out. And like the worst part is we really should commit most of the time to this, but we've just been doing a lot of drinking <laughs> and being drunk and being in the sun and getting our vitamin D. And what else have we been doing, Anna? What have you made me do? Okay, so guys, <laughs> you're going to love this. So story time, we're going to get right into it. This is like the main topic of what's been going on for us in the last few weeks. So once upon a time during lockdown, Lauren and I and a few of our friends decided to go on a little walk and we decided to walk all around central London. Lauren was telling me during this walk that her lease is ending soon, you know. So I was saying, well, Lauren, like, have you thought about maybe coming somewhere different, moving somewhere a bit different, maybe... Greenwich and she was like oh fuck no obviously not she's like bitch I'm not coming to Greenwich I was adamant I was not gonna go to Greenwich she's like I am not switching on the train I was like you would rather catch the northern line at 8 a.m than switch once at bank I mean that is personal preference to be fair (laughs) but Anyway, I was like, you, you need to like come to Greenwich. And she was just adamant. Absolutely not. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not leaving Southwest London. Classic, classic. So I'm like, okay. I was a bit sad, but in my head I was like, well, I've planted the seeds. So this is okay. <laughs> I go home that night and I'm talking to Charlie, my boyfriend, Charlie, for those of you who don't know. And I say, Charlie, I've come up with a master plan. And he goes, oh my God, what, it, what are you doing now? And I said, mission, move all Anna's friends to Greenwich has begun. It's here and I'm going to do it. I mean, I've worked in sales for five years and I have a good charm about me, I reckon. So I have got this in the bag. 
She can be very persuasive when she wants to be. It's true. Any qualms. Time goes on. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I get a message from old Lozzie P over here going, Oh, Anna, me and our other friend, Jazz, we really want to move somewhere different in London. We're thinking about moving to Angel. Oh, my God. The shock. The horror. North London. Who's she? Who's she? Why the F are you wanting to move to North London? That is just blasphemy. (laughs) Blasphemy. Oh, my God. I was so offended. And I said, well, have you thought about moving to Greenwich? Remember when I gave you that great lowdown? And she was still a bit hesitant, but I said to her, just have a look. I gave her the prices. I was like, it's amazing. I only ever really talk about living in Greenwich because it is honestly the best place to live in the whole fucking world. She's obsessed with Greenwich. I'm obsessed. It is so good. It is so good. So... What happened after that? Because I, you kind of obviously had your own conversations. Yeah. Basically, whilst Anna was in Australia, if you don't remember, Anna went to back to Australia mm. for six weeks. A lot has happened in the last two months. And while Anna was in Australia, I messaged her one day and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to move to Greenwich. I think we were going to do it. And I, was, and I started speaking to our friend Jazz and I was like, Jazz, I think Greenwich would be cool. It is cool. And then she was I like, love that for you. And then we were having a, we had a chat one day on the phone, obviously. Mm. And I was like, yeah, Anna, I think we're looking around Greenwich. I think we're going to move to Greenwich. And Anna was like, my master plan has worked. I was like ecstatic. I was like, oh my God, this is the best day of my freaking life. And then she proceeded to continue to pitch Greenwich to me. And then she kept being like, oh. We can do this. Can you imagine it, Loz? Like, it has got this. And I was like, Anna, I've already told you I'm moving to Greenwich. Like, I didn't know if happening. your mind was made up. I was like, I just need to make sure this is set, like set in stone. I need full commitment from you. Anyway, next thing you know, boom, Bob's your uncle. She has got a lease. She's signed off. She's literally, what, 10 minutes, if that walk from me along the minutes. river. We're now 10 minutes from each other rather than an hour from each other. It's honestly the best situation of my life. And <laughs> you know what? Mission Move All Anna's Friends to Greenwich is becoming a very big success. I will get some others. I feel like I'm trying to get more, but I'm happy with my, with my uh, catch. Is that a good word? With my accomplishment, I should say. With your accomplishment. So, uh, Lauren. slowly but surely working. I know. So, Lauren now lives in the G-Witch. I've made it to Greenwich, everyone. I'm now in Greenwich. You know what they say, Lauren. All roads lead Lead to to Greenwich. Greenwich. (laughs) Meant by they, I mean just you and me. I also just just have to share with our listeners that Ada and I are recording in person for the first time and we only know how to record virtually because that's what we learned during lockdown and i am not even joking like we're literally we've got one mic the same room with two microphones and a also we don't don't have the technology for it it's so so embarrassing we've been gone for like two two months and we had so much time to work it out and then i was like just come over for like a couple hours we'll work it out turns out you need like so much more equipment oh my god and so we're just chilling here like sitting on the floor of her lounge room Really close together. I can smell your fake tan. <laughs> I'm reeking of fake tan right now. It's got coconuts and holidays and summer. It's so nice. It's it does. It's very strong fake tan scents in this room, and we're sitting right next to each other. So it's quite interesting. <laughs> so it's a it's a whole new thing. It's, it's a, a whole experience. It's really. a whole experience. But there, we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back, bub. <laughs> You're moving your friends to Greenwich, but what else has been going on in, in your life, Anna? 
So Lauren and I and a few of our friends went to a Britney Spears <gasps> bottomless brunch a few weeks ago. So much it's, fun. It was at um, to, Tonight Josephine. Yeah, Tonight Josephine. Okay, it was at Tonight Josephine and it was... In Waterloo, to be... In Waterloo. And it was so good, wasn't it? It we was had... so much fun. Highly recommend. It was so iconic. If you're around the area, you must go. Britney brunch. Cause we... <laughs> Hashtag free Britney, everyone. Hashtag free Britney. We're all on board for it. We're all on board. But apart from that, I've just been trying to get back in the swing of things and that's about it. But how about you, Lauren? How are you? Aside from moving to Greenwich, I think that's the main thing that's happened in my life. That's a big life change. <laughs> but it's been good. It's been nice having you 10 minutes away. Mm, that's been lovely. It has been. We've seen a lot of each other, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see you in person rather than on a screen. <laughs> I know. It's so refreshing. And it's nice to be like, hey, come down the pub. Like, what are you doing? You want to go out for drinks or whatever? It's like so nice. So good. Yeah. But aside from that, nothing really. Just drinking so much. <laughs> So bad. Like you guys think we've been on some sort of like profound journey. Like, no. But I'm sure everyone else has been the same too. Let us know what you guys have been up to in these last six weeks because I'm sure since Boris has released all these, um, sorry, the freedom has come back, it's been much nicer. It's been so much nicer. Mm. But speaking of your friends in Greenwich, mm. moving your friends to Greenwich. Yeah. I think that leads us on to what we wanted to focus this episode on. Yeah. So let's do it. We asked everybody on Instagram about what they would like to hear for this season. And one of the most reoccurring things that we had was how to make friends when you're in a new city, which makes total sense, right? Because really friends are the only people that you've got a lot of the time. So we put together this little segment that might be able to help you give you some advice. We've both been through different journeys. Like I'm so keen for Lauren to tell you about her like amazing journey with making friends I feel like it's been so much better than mine but yeah so let's get into it Lozzie okay okay let's okay get into it. so I mean I'm more curious with you because you've really taken advantage of uh lots of social media websites and things like that to make friends how have you found that like tell us the journey about about how you found all these amazing friends in your life sure so Obviously, when I moved here, like I moved here in August 2018, as if you listen to this podcast, you know. And when I moved here, I literally knew no one. Like I had my brother here and then I knew like a few acquaintances from back home that Mm -hmm. I like went to uni with or used to work with. And I literally I knew that the only way that I was going to meet people was just to get out there, like get on social media. And I knew of a lot of Facebook groups that were like already existed. And I also just looked them up as well. So my, I remember my first weekend in London, I was like, I literally know no one, but I need to just get out there. So I went on um, Aussies in London. There was also London New Girl. And I literally just posted and I was like, hey, like I've just arrived in London. Um, just wanted to know if anyone would be keen to get a drink. I'm based in like this area. And um, a girl, you know, like comment, like messaged me and from that post and I went out to drinks with her on that Friday night. And then I also was on another Facebook page called London New Girl and a girl called Millie, who ended up becoming like one of my closest friends here. Her and another friend had posted on London New Girl and was basically like, hey, we're two Aussie girls, we live in Clapham, like we'd be keen to, you know, Mm. like organise like a girls boozy kind of meet up 
thing in the park mm. and I just went to that it was like my first Saturday in London and it was a group of 20 of us mainly Aussies some Kiwis and some like mm. the, like one British person and we would just all met up in Clapham Common and we just drank mm-hmm. to oblivion basically and we just met, like I met quite a few girls there and we just had a really good time and then from that like Millie and I I was unemployed at the time Millie was a teacher so mm-hmm. it was during school holiday so she wasn't working and then some some of the other girls also weren't working at that time so then during the week we were just like you know like we would just be like oh do you want to just like meet up in the common and we just kind of became friends and we just kind of hung out with each other and that was literally like the only way to really make friends and then I went to quite a lot of so Aussies in London and Kiwis in London and I'm pretty sure there's like probably Facebook groups like Canadians yeah. in London or whatever but they do meetups like every month or something or they arrange them. Yeah. And you can just go go along to them and you can just meet some other people. And I went to a couple of those as well. Some of them were better than others, but I found the best connections I made was through those like, oh, hey, like I also live. I'd be keen to meet new friends. I'm just going to meet people and just regular hangouts basically. Yeah. yeah. It's so, hard to make adult friends. It, it's like- so hard. But you have to be... When you move to a new city, especially like London, you just have to be so proactive about it. Like you're not going to make friends like sitting on your ass at home and just expecting people to socialize with you. Like, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, unless if you don't have friends here already, you have to kind of be willing to, you know, go on Facebook, just, you know, meet up with strangers. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. You know, if you're in a flat share, which a lot of people are, you know, try to build those connections with flatmates Mm -hmm. because that could also help. Even people at work, just try to see if you can, like, integrate yourself into those work dynamics. Yeah, I think that's how, like, I made my friends here was at work. Like, I worked in an office. There was, like, a few Aussies in there, but there was one girl in there that – I just thought, I, I, I mean, I always remember listening to her in, in the kitchen. I'm, she's going to listen to this episode because she loves it. Chandra, <laughs> hi, girl. Um, and she was just so hilarious. I remember she was talking about Jeffree Star's palette. This was before Jeffree Star got cancelled. <laughs> and um, we didn't know the full truth of it, everything. But I was, like, obsessed with this kind of stuff as well. So I remember just sparking a conversation in the kitchen one day and she's like super talkative so she was so happy to have a chat anyway we just like sparked up this friendship you know every day in the office we would like go for a coffee and then we ended up going for walks and like so on and so forth and then she was saying that she had two other girlfriends who were Aussie and they were going to go out for this bottomless brunch and she was like do you want to come and I was like well yeah I'd need more friends so she added me to this group uh on there and uh yeah basically there was me, another girl called Jess and another girl called Nicole and we were all going to go out. And I remember being at this one event, this work event one night and I met this girl there as well and she was super drunk. She was just having a grand old time. Uh, We know it's a classic move from her now. And we were talking for ages and we were just getting along so well because we'd both moved over from Australia. And I said, oh, what's your name? And she was like, oh, I'm Jess. And I was like, Jess such and such like her surname she goes yeah I was like I'm literally in a group chat with you like small world but 
yes, we just kind of connected that way. Anyways, we ended up organizing this bottomless and we kind of said to everyone, bring a plus one. And all the plus ones that everyone brought were also other expats that were looking for like new friends. So I brought Lauren to that. Hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> and we'd only read, me and only Lauren had only reconnected a few months, like, no, even that, like a, a few, few weeks before that. And she was saying to me, like, I've got friends, but like, I think I'd need, like, I just want to expand my horizons and, and like make more friends. So I said, come to this thing. I think it was like the second the second time we met up mm. after that. We reconnected. And it was honestly the best it was so much fun. bottomless ever. We were so loud. Like it was just it just went off. I come away from that just having the biggest smile on my face because yeah. it was like being back home again with like a lot of Aussies. And it was amazing. And then from there, like we just created this amazing group of like women that slowly sort of expanded. People come in, people have gone out. It's now dived into obviously Lauren and this other girl, Jazz, who they all met through that, now live together. And like I see that group pretty much all the time uh you more than me yeah Yeah. the regulars but yeah and that's how it all happened and that just happened from work so I think yeah you could definitely take your opportunities and don't be afraid to kind of you know spark up a bit of conversation especially if you know someone's an expat because you know that like nine times out of ten they're going to want friends as well and I think as well when you move overseas like I remember I think we've had this discussion before Anna where we've said when we first moved over we thought I'm not going to be friends with Aussies or like Mm. Kiwis because why would I move to England and then only have Aussie friends? Like what's the point? But literally it just happens. It's just because you have, because you're so far away from home and you're in a strange place in a strange country, you immediately connect with those people that have that thing in common. And it's the biggest thing in common you have, which is moving on the to the other side of the world and like starting a new life like for yourself and you just naturally form connections with those people and honest to god like I found that Millie and I used to say this all the time that like your friendships move so much faster overseas and a lot of it's because you're meeting those people who are also expats who are going through the same thing as you and you don't unless you have family here you don't have, you're trying to find that support network for yourself. So your friends become your family and you, they move, your friendships move so quickly to the point where I think three months into knowing Millie, we, we felt, I felt like I know, no, like I knew Knew her her. for like years. And it's just what, it's just that whole thing of like, even my friends now, like even Jess and Jazz and I feel like I've known them for fucking years and I've known them for like a year. Mm -hmm. So it's just your friendships move so quickly because you rely on each other so much to be your support. Um, And it's just quite, it's quite crazy how those friendship dynamics work. Yeah. It's, it's just an, it's just a different dynamic to what you'd be used to at home. And it's like they are, but they do become your family quite easily like I remember when when I moved to Greenwich from Tooting in southwest London and Charlie was in Essex and he used to wanted to be close to his family but I I said well I need to be close to my family and he goes you have no family here and I was like well I do like my friends and my family they're the people that you go to for comfort and for like that homely touch where it's like you can I was saying this to one of my English girlfriends the other day I was saying like you know you can't replace being brought up in the same place, I guess, because it's like things like from childhood where you laugh about TV shows you watched or foods that you used to eat or things that happen in that country 
that you relate to and what is what makes it fun and you're brought up in the exact same kind of environment whereas like when I speak to English people here it's quite difficult because they'll joke about things from their childhood or from their uni days or whatever it is which is just such a different culture to what we're used to so I think that's why it's quite easy to kind of make friends with other expats it's so fine to feel at the start that you want to be friends with people like you say that aren't from your home country and it's okay to change your mind about that and just Mm. be like I'm just finding peace and comfort with my friends who are yeah yeah, from from where I'm from but because you also have to know like and and this also goes back to like friendships changing slightly but you have to realize that your a lot of people especially a lot of English people they might not have had that overseas experience and you go through something, you have a level of maturity and you kind of grow up very quickly once you move overseas. Mm -hmm. And you kind of need people to understand what that's like, like what it's like to live so far away from your family. And I think a lot of, you know, locals, I guess, in whatever country you're from, they might not understand what that's like. So they can't really relate to how you feel or, you know, what you're going through. Yeah. So I think it's just, it's quite it's easier to like join forces with those expats and become friends with them because they know what you're going through they understand it yeah i think the other thing i was going to say too about where you could find friends is just old connections oh my don't God, be afraid yeah. to like reach out i have friends now like i used to work with a girl where i used to work in australia we were probably friends she probably only worked there for a year or so when i was there um hadn't spoken to her for about two and a half years or whatever. And then she messaged me when we started this podcast being like, I'm moving to London from Bristol. Like, let's meet up. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Or even, um, even like one of our listeners, she lives right next to me and Lauren Grace. And so we've met up for drinks. Like she reached out and we were like, yeah, um, definitely meet up or even just, yeah. Old, I mean, Lauren and I literally can, we have not spoken in four years, three or four yeah, years, three years yeah. and we reconnected and like, I could not live without her now. Yeah, I know. It's like, I don't actually know my life without her. It's so weird. Like, it's just so, you know, if you've seen anybody on Instagram or Facebook from your old past, obviously that you don't have beef with or anything like that, (laughs) who, yeah, lives here, definitely reach out to them. And I think that's also, that is a very good point as well, because when I moved here, those are the first people that I got in touch with. And I remember I posted my first post on Aussies in London a girl that I went to high school with who I saw every single day for five years and I had not spoken to in four years, like since I had left high school at that point. And she messaged me because she saw my post on Aussies in London. And she just said to me, Hey, like I saw your post on Aussies in London. Like, let me know if you want to catch up or, you know, like mm-hmm. need some like advice or help. Like I'm around. And I literally saw her like a few times, like while she was still here And it was so lovely and it was just like, it was so simple, but it was also someone who I never would have thought that I would have seen ever again after high school. I never saw her back in Brisbane. Yeah. But that little connect, it does help so much just to have that old connection. Connection. Exactly. So I think, yeah, that's a really good way of doing it. Also, I don't know if you guys would be keen on this, but potentially we could organize a meetup if you are looking to make some friends we'd be happy to organize it definitely happy. let us know more than happy we need more friends yeah we probably do <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if that's something you'd be interested in definitely let us know we might organize something when the restrictions are fully you know off the charts in london mm. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. But yeah, but Lauren, in terms of these meetups yes. that you went to, yes, because I think this is the most terrifying thing. I've not oh, had, yeah. I've not had the balls to go to one. To be fair, so I can't sit here and and give any advice about it. But I'm sure a lot of people out there want to know sort of the trials and errors of going mm-hmm. to meetups and sort of how you would approach the group, maybe when you like go into it or. When you're there, how do you start conversation? Sure. What's the the lowdown on on meetups? So it is a very daunting thing, especially when you've never done it before. And it is, when you think about it, it is quite strange. But I like to say, think of it as your dating. You know, we're so willing to go on online dates. Like we, you know, meet someone online and then we go on a date with them. We're so willing to meet this stranger. Um, so I always like to say, think of a friend, like a random stranger meetup on like, just like you're dating someone, but you're just seeing them as friends. And it's actually a lot more chilled because there isn't that pressure of like, Ooh, this could be like a love match or something. It's yeah. quite stress-free actually, but not every meetup is going to be great. Like sometimes you go and you kind of don't really mesh well or, and that's absolutely fine. And I've had plenty of those sort of meetups, but like 
it's quite relaxing. You just have to be so open-minded and you just, it's so relaxed. You just go, you chat with someone for a bit. And then, you know, if you blend well together, Mm. if you get along, then you can, you know, arrange another time to meet up. Um, How would you go about like approaching someone? in those meetups does it just kind of happen or yeah do you do you go up to someone so when you arrange the meetup with the person you just kind of say oh we're meeting here whatever and then you just you know see the person you're like hi oh hi you blah 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 yeah and blah 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 and then like okay cool let's go in and then you just chat yeah like it's so it's basically like going on a date with someone and it is I find the easiest ones are the ones where there's multiple people meeting up at once rather than the one-on-one because it takes that it's a takes the pressure away so I would advise you know if you are nervous about it maybe take a friend I think that does help Mm. ease attention um and it's quite good if they're like oh I'll bring a friend and I'll bring a friend Mm -hmm. um so I definitely think having multiple people in that dynamic is is really helpful um I would say choose somewhere that's just I wouldn't, you don't have to do an activity or something, but you can just go to like a pub or if you want to make it really relaxed, go to brunch, like go to a cafe and just get some coffee. You know, it's literally like dating. It's like, how are you going to be most relaxed in this situation? Like if you, if it's not working well, then cut it off after an hour, who cares? And you never have to speak to the person again. Like I said, I've been to so many meetups where it just hasn't really, like you just haven't like gotten on very well with the person or it's just kind of like okay cool nice to meet you bye yeah so I think you've just got to approach it really like with an open mind and don't be scared like it's it's not an unusual thing to do everybody's in the same boat when they go to those meetups so you're gonna be nervous and like just not really knowing what to say or do. Mm. And I mean, that's a good icebreaker. I always find, you know, when it's like a nerve wracking situation, it's like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Like, you know, Mm. and it kind of like breaks that tension a bit. Um, But also think of it as like, you kind of both have interesting stories because you don't know anything about each other. So you can easily approach it as like, yeah, like you ask them about like, oh, where are you from? Then it's where, like, where am I from? And that. I mean, that's an easy conversation starter, basically, because you don't know anything about the person. Yeah. Um, But even in my experience, like when I've gone to, like one of my closest friends here, Sophia, she she and I went met at like a brunch with two other girls. And then a few weeks later, I went to brunch and she brought one of her friends who I had never met before. And like they became really good friends of mine here. Mm -hmm. So it does, it helps because it evolves. Like you never know how it can evolve and how those dynamics can change so yeah I just think go in it with an open mind and don't be like don't be scared or don't feel like it's a weird thing to do I think you just have to go with it yeah exactly and I think as well adding on to that when you do find a connection with someone like feel free to add them on Instagram or get their WhatsApp or whatever and I think it's also really important to kind of make the effort in the in kind of keeping that connection like don't be too desperate don't be like no. fucking messaging them every single day or anything like that but like I find the best way these days is sending TikToks and stuff because if you find a TikTok that's like super funny about something that you guys have been speaking about and you send it to them like it's a good way of kind of connecting and then bonding over that kind of thing mm. and kind of keeping that like spark alive as funny as that sounds and also don't be afraid to be like 
do you want to go for brunch this weekend or inviting them to things that you might have on and they will probably invite you to things that they have on and so on and so forth. I think just doing that not only makes you feel included, but will also make them feel included too. And I think, yeah, you just need to make sure you are still keeping that connection and not just kind of like, if you really like Mm. them, like don't ghost them completely. I'd also say like, it's also a balancing act of not pushing someone too much because that is also quite off-putting. I mean, it's like dating, isn't it? It's It's like dating. It is like dating. You have to kind of take the hint. Like if you're, if they're not really being responsive or they're not making themselves available to you, it's about kind of taking that hint of like, okay, well maybe this isn't just, this isn't going to work. for me. Because you don't want a friend that's just half there. But also it's your own boundary as well. Exactly. Like create your own boundaries and don't be afraid to say no. But And yeah. you don't have to be best friends. And also you have to remind yourself, you don't have to be best friends with these people. Like they're good to have as like, I mean, making friends is such a, it's such a tricky thing to do. It is hard. Especially because everyone's just got their own shit happening in their life. But I think you've just got to be positive about it and go into it. But you've just, they don't have to be your best friends. Like these people can just be, you know, friends that you, you know, Mm. go to the movies with or friends that you go to like, you know, to have a drink with or friends that you, you know, only see in a social setting. Like you don't have to be best friends with everyone. But that's, and that's just the reality of it. That's fine. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, if you drink, I think alcohol helps. It's always, it always is a good bonding glue. But yeah, so I think that's, that's probably what we would say is the best way to kind of make friends overseas. And, and yeah, I think that's all we do. I don't think there's any sort of science or magic art to it. I just think it's about putting yourself out there. Being proactive. Being proactive. Also like. Yeah, having your own boundaries as if you were dating, you know, you you look for certain things in certain people and it's the same with friendships. And also just have fun. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be serious. Just have a little bit of fun with whoever you're with at the time and you'll be absolutely fine. So, And there are so many ways to connect with people. Like I said, there are Facebook groups that you can join and you can just post on those Facebook groups and just, you know, see if anyone's in your area. That's also, that's a really great way to do it. But also my friend actually tried Bumble BFFs mm. and oh, she yeah. went on that and she was, she just met this girl and she saw her a few times and it was nice and they yeah. went for drinks. So there are ways and there are platforms that you can use. Like this is the best thing about modern technology. Um, we'll put the groups, the Facebook groups that we use in the description so that you guys can see if you're not already in those groups as well. And if you guys have any, um, suggestions on Facebook groups too, we might pop up like an Instagram story where you guys can reply on any Facebook groups that you're in that you've really liked. Mm. And then we can share them with everyone. I think that would be, would be cool. Um, and we can go from there. That's our advice for making friends overseas. Just be proactive, join your groups and have go fun. For it. Go to Britney Bottomless Brunch. <laughs> it's honestly, if you go to a drag brunch, it will connect you like nothing else will. <laughs> but a nice and short episode for our first one this week where got some stuff, good stuff cooking for this season. And now we're just going to be on our way. So if you guys, as always, if you have any suggestions, definitely let us know. We want to talk about what you want to know and give advice on what you need advice on love love check us out on our instagram is don't mock my accent slide into our dms you know we love it 
And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it's good to be back, and hopefully we won't be so out of practice next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.